0: I really wanna bring light to um, the situation regarding the United States defense industry, specifically the relationship between the federal government and the private defense corporations. And this is very, very important. This is very, this ties to the conversation about Afghanistan, about the Middle East, and U.S. foreign policy regarding those places. So to start off, I want to first define what is the relationship between the federal government and these private defense corporations. I think we, most of us have heard of the term called the military-industrial complex. And in that complex, the federal government or in this case, the, Depart- the Department of Defense has a budget, and s- some percentage of that budget goes to um, private defense contractors like Boeing, Raytheon, Lockheed Martin, General Dynamics, and North, uh, Northrop Grumman. And so in this contract, the federal government hires a defense contractor, or all, or more defense contractors, and they pay these contractors billions of dollars to make weapons like tanks, bombs, uh, defense technology like uh, drones, and so basically, the private the, these defense contractors get money to make these things and why is this important? Why uh, am I uh, talking about this? Well, there's a lot of, there's a, there needs to be a moral conversation about this because um, the situation in Afghanistan that has took place over three or four months has really really um uncovered the truth over what has happened there for 20 years and i want to first say that when we were attacked on 9-11 and a couple of days later george bush started a massive mobilization to send troops into afghanistan and also iraq so to deter terrorism, and we have done that for 20 years. And in order to get the weapons and the military equipment to, to fight, to deter terrorism, US government go, went to these defense contractors and said, I will pay you billions of dollars if you make these things. If you make weapons, tanks, uh, jets, whatever. And in that those 20 years of war have been nothing but a disaster for not only people in this country who have, whose families have sacrificed, not only uh, have sacrificed their daughters and sons and basically like have put their This war, like this, these 20, this 20 years of war, um, have affected American families so much. Daughters and sons went to the Middle East to fight what, what was a war against terrorism, a fight for freedom. But in reality, um, It was nothing but a messy, disastrous plan, foolish plan to incorporate American democracy into Afghanistan. And this foolish plan has has been riddled with drone strikes, with deaths, not only American deaths, but Afghan deaths. And to be precise, um, the US drone strikes have killed around 22,000 civilians. And the weapons and the military equipment that was poured in resulted in a massive failure in a mass evacuation that has displaced thousands, if not millions of people, people who are fleeing to Pakistan, to Iran, to Europe and the United States. To, In the grand perspective, it was a war that was very, that we thought we could win, that we thought we could gain something out of that to, which was a democratic government. We, this war was branded as a fight for freedom, which, but instead it was exactly the opposite in which so many, unneed, uh, so many lives were lost 20 years in these 20 years. So in a, like in a, in a grand perspective, it seems that this war was a loss to so many people. Except for these defense contractors, who were who were responsible for making bombs, to making drones that they sold to the United States government, and in return they profited off of that, and like uh, if to, numerically, um, if you invested. Let's say in 2001, $10,000 in defense stocks. Let's say you bought stocks in Boeing. 20 years later, your, um, I guess, like investment would be valued hundred and seven thousand five hundred and eighty-eight dollars You nearly got 10 times your, like, monetary value, which indicates that because the reason why you would gain a profit is because these defense contractors have just manufactured so many weapons to the government. And basically, the, the defense contractors have profited over the deaths of thousands and thousands of not only Afghan people, but of American soldiers. It goes to show that if you look at the details of this war, it's, you, would know, you would learn that war can be profitable. And that by itself, is insanely and more. People have died. A lot of people have died during these 20 years. Families are, were crushed. American, Afghan families fought. That was due to the mobilization of militaries which that, that mobilization is funded by these defense contractors. And it's so frustrating that that is how it works. Because this entire war has precisely killed 7,000 American soldiers, 387,000 civilians, and displaced 38 million people. And not only that, not only are these individuals who own these defense contracting companies benefiting from this, the generals, our political leaders are also profiting out of this. In these boards, in these board of directors or whatever, of Raytheon, Boeing, Lockheed Martin, and General Dynamics, and Northrop Grumman, The boards consist of former secretaries of defense and generals in almost each branch. To be precise, there are officials like James Mess, who was the former secretary of defense and a former Marine Corps general, Bruce Carlson, former former Air Force general, Cecil Henry, retired Navy admiral. Rudy DeLeon, former Deputy Secretary of Defense, and Gary Rothhead, retired Navy Admiral. These are the people who are leading our military, and frankly, the one million soldiers, Marines, seamen, and pilots. These are the people who are leading us. And they are on the boards of these companies who are profiting out of making weapons that, are being, that were dropped, that have killed so many lives. Not to mention that there are political leaders in the House of Representatives and in the Senate who, have, who own a certain amount of stocks or they own a certain part of these companies, like Senator Susan Collins, who is a Republican, she owns $100,000 in Boeing and Raytheon. Senator John hinken Looper, a Democrat, who owns $250,000 in Raytheon. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican, $45,000 in General Dynamics, Lockheed Martin and Raytheon and Steve Cohen, Democrat, $50,000 in Raytheon. They own a, a certain percentage of the companies that I just listened to. and they profited out of this. They profit from this. They are engaging in this. And it's embarrassing to see our political leaders who are supposed to represent us, the people, to see them, basically, basically being being again being a part of this whole complex, also engaging in this profiting out of war. It's embarrassing to see this, and um, um, it's just. Uh, I wouldn't say shocking to say because i uh, there has a lot been a lot of discussion about this the government being so corrupt that it feels like this is i don't know old news but again this is unacceptable this is what is what is going on that this is what has been going on for the past 20 years or even more than that most likely even more than that And in order to remedy this situation, I think we need to consider the nationalization of the defense industry, which basically means that the government would take away ownership of these companies from private individuals and have basically the government owned them. But then again, there's a question of if the government is also engaging in this war of profiteering, how can we know that nationalization is the best sense? I think people need, to realize, uh, people need to know what is happening here. What I've just um, said for the past three or four minutes. And it is up to us, the people, to recognize that some of our political leaders are engaging in this. And in the next election, vote them out and put in anti-war, anti-war people who will think twice about military engagement, who will think twice about defense policy, and to think twice about US foreign policy in general. And I think that's what we need to do. And um, because this entire situation leads to a bigger and broader discussion about war, about the United States' role in the world, and geopolitics in general. And I think now... It is a good time to make not some change, but massive change.